Slice Audio. On this episode of Bounced from the Roadhouse, is it better for the environment if you get a real tree or a fake tree? We bring up George Clooney's motorcycle crash again from a few years back. Leonardo DiCaprio is selling his home. Florida man in the gym. Use your imagination there. $10 million for a rusty nail accident and an alcohol shortage. Plus, Amy failed at the chili contest. And of course, we'll end it all with a feel-good moment. Don't forget to subscribe, leave us a review, and some stars. Bounce from the Roadhouse! Last week, we talked about not only Black Friday, but Brown Friday. So we received this open mic. You know, last week, you guys mentioned that Black Friday is also called Brown Friday because of the plumbers having the busiest day of the year. So, curious, how many people actually had to call in a plumber this Friday? I think it's so funny how our listeners are so curious about Brown Friday. Yeah. Because we've been getting a couple messages about this. Yeah. So I'm kind of curious now, too. Well, and, and I mean, really, it could become a real crappy day, <laughs> you know, uh, for anybody out there. If you think about it, your home's set up like my house. I got three bathrooms and normally four people. All right. Fine. Everything's good. We don't go to the bathroom that often. But then say you invite all of your family over. All of a sudden, those three bathrooms are running full time. Those toilets never shut off. Yeah, I've had like 36 people over for Thanksgiving before. Yeah, and that's and just going number bathrooms. one. Yeah. You know? So, and just imagine all the houses in the neighborhood. Yeah. Everybody's going to the bathroom constantly. Gosh, just the poor sewer. Yeah. Constant. Just getting pile-drived with just endless amounts of, you know. God knows stuff. what. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah, who knows. What, depending on the time of the month and how it fell for other people, it could be even worse. So, I don't know a plumber. You don't know a plumber. No. So we need a plumber that's listening. Yeah. How was your day on Brown Friday? Was Do, it brown or was it black? You know, I imagine it to be a lot like like how people talk about wars. Oh, yeah, back in 67 when we went down, and the, that was the worst year ever. You know, I can imagine, oh, 98. Oh, that was a rough year. <laughs> Boy, I don't know what it was in the turkey that year, but holy cow, we had so many calls. So we had... People coming out the yin-yang trying to fix these problems. I wonder if they get their staff together the day before Thanksgiving. They're like, okay, guys, I want you to get a good night's sleep because we're going to have a really busy Brown Friday this year. Yeah. Or do they let them have the whole week off, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, in preparation for Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Possibly. It's the Brown Weekend. Ah! Oh, no. Get paid time and a half, though, so that's nice. Yep. Yeah, so do we have any turd smugglers out there that want to give us a call? Yeah, please give us a call or open mic us. Did you have a big brown Friday? There's nothing wrong with breastfeeding. No. What Hmm. about breastfeeding on an airplane? I love breastfeeding, even on an airplane. Probably helped me relax and my ears, you know, I get plugged and stuff. It'd be nice. Yeah, you should be able to breastfeed wherever you want, whenever you want. Yeah. But that only applies if you're breastfeeding a human, right? Er, what? Somebody posted on Twitter, and it shows this Delta flight. This woman was breastfeeding her cat. Uh, What? Yes. Ouch. On a flight from Syracuse to Atlanta. (laughs) Ouch. The passenger in 13A was breastfeeding her cat and refused to put it back in its carrier when they asked her to. So, the flight attendant reported... 
that she was swaddling her cat in a blanket. She had her shirt up trying to get the cat to latch on. Ouch. And the cat was, quote, screaming for its life. Well, yeah. I mean, the cat's like, yeah, I want some milk, but not out of that huge thing. Breastfeeding a cat? Have you seen the teeth on a cat? That's where I'm at. Like, if the cat latched on, ouch. You know, they're made to, like, tear meat. Ow. I don't understand the way some people think. I don't. What is going There's so many more issues going on with this person than, than, you know. Talk about a crazy cat lady. She took it to a totally different level. This is utter madness. Has she done this for all of her cats? Or is it just, is this a new thing? Um, well, the cat wasn't into it. Can can cats have human milk? I mean, I'm sure they're fine. But, <laughs> you know, maybe delivered like as in put it in a saucer. I have so many questions. <laughs> I wish I knew this woman's name so we could call her up and ask her. I kind of wish I was there. Ha- I mean... This has got to be the strangest thing that's ever happened on an airplane. I love looking at kitties, but I don't like them like that. That's weird. If anybody can beat this story in a strange way, I want to hear it because I don't think it could get any worse. Good luck beating that meow. This woman was really trying to bond with that cat. I mean, what other animals are going to breastfeed next? I don't, I don't, I mean, it's endless, I guess. Porcupines, snakes. Dogs, of course, you know. Pet pig. Ferrets. Little horse, mini horse on a plane. Birds. Yeah, parakeet. You want that little beak in there. Kangaroos. Watch out, they kick when they're full. What if you didn't know what to buy people for Christmas, and you're like, hey, screw it. You know the song, The Twelve Days of Christmas? Mm -hmm. I'm just going to buy people what's in that song. (laughs) (laughs) What if you were to do that, like three French hens, two turtle doves, and so on? Yeah, I think it would get expensive because some of that stuff is like not so readily available. Or you know what I mean? It's it's harder to get. You don't yeah. just run to the store. Let me go to Runnings and get me three French ends. <laughs> yeah. There's this uh financial service company, it's called PNC Financial Services, and they always do an annual list of the cost of everything in the song. I think this is so funny. The total for for this year is forty one thousand two hundred and five dollars and fifty eight cents. Yeah. That's up twenty two hundred bucks from two thousand nineteen. Well, yeah, you got to get those French hens in. Yeah. Those turtle doves. What the heck is a turtle dove? <laughs> if you buy things over and over, like the song says, you'll you'll need nearly one hundred and eighty grand. You oh know, my because gosh. you have to start um, the song over. Oh yeah. Every time you add one. That's but a lot. Nothing is cheaper than it was in two thousand nineteen. But four things cost the same: ladies dancing, maids a milking. Oh yeah. <laughs> Swans a swimming and calling birds. The cost of turtle doves went up fifty percent. And geese laying went up 57%. That sounds a little inappropriate. What do you think the most expensive thing on the list is? A partridge in a pear tree? (laughs) You've got to get the pear tree and the part, whatever the partridge is. Oh, no. It's the seven swans of swimming. They'll (laughs) run you about 13 grand or almost 2,000 each. So they're around one third of the entire cost of the whole thing. I forgot about those. The cheapest is the partridge in the pear tree. Really? It's twenty bucks. Huh. The pear tree though will run you a little over two hundred bucks. Yeah. Just in case, you know, you want to buy this stuff. Yeah, I don't. What is a partridge anyways? Uh, I don't know. So (laughs) that's what would cost me the most, is having to figure out what half of this stuff is. You know, I kinda want a partridge in a pear tree for Christmas. I would rather somebody go through the 
12 Days of Redneck, you know, the the, the one that the What's-His-Nuts put out a while back. And that's the one, I, like a 10, of, a 10 of Copenhagen. <laughs> oh, no. Four big mud tires. I could go for that. You know, stuff like that. That's what I want. Oh. 12 Redneck Days of Christmas. Jeff Foxworthy. Jeez. <laughs> Thank you for texting that in. But, yes, Jeff Foxworthy's 12 Days of Redneck Christmas thing. That's what it's about right there. In some parts for his Mustang GT. Your family always goes and gets a real Christmas tree, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. And we have a fake Christmas tree. Yeah. So the question here is, which one is better for the environment? Hmm. 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 Well, in general, the experts think buying a real tree every year tends to be a little bit better. Yeah, I can see that. I don't. Why? I don't know, because you're chopping down trees. Well, yeah, but you're also helping thin out little trees so that bigger trees can grow. You know what I mean? A lot of times when you go up and hunting for a Christmas tree, there's so many in so little spot that it gets too thick and they can't all grow, right? So some of them are going to die anyway. So you go up there and, you know, you cut a tree out so the ones around it can grow up bigger. Ouch, I don't know why I'm using my hands. But, yeah, you know. Okay. And they say as long as you use the same fake tree over and over again, it's, like, not yeah. a, a big deal either. Yeah. But which one is better? Somebody talked to experts about it, and the answer, they say, is it depends. Yeah. But in general, real trees are probably a little better. That's shocking to me. Fake trees can cause less of an impact if you use them over and over again, they say. And then they did a study back in 2018, and they found that after five years, it starts to even out. Most of the fake trees that we buy are from China. So on top of the whole made-from-plastic thing, they're also shipped over here on boats that use up a ton of fossil fuel, and then they're transferred to trucks that also run on gas. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I guess I can I can kind of see how the I mean, real trees... That stuff all makes sense to me. And I think even depending on how you buy your real tree, are you going up and cutting it down yourself? Are you going to, like, here locally, are you going to the Boys Club and getting a tree from there or somewhere else, you know, where they just have a tree farm that they've brought them in from out of nowhere i'm i mean because then you're kind of crossing that line too well they've they've had to go in cut them down and the truck them to you you know it's the same True. process as the fake one yeah so i guess it kind of depends on how you got your tree is it, the is the money when you buy that real tree from the boys club or wherever is it also helping fund a, a good thing you know what i mean like a, a tree place that even though they're cutting christmas trees maybe they're planting more trees other i places. like that side of it i like that and they say around 15,000 different farms grow Christmas trees in the U.S. and employ over 100,000 Americans. Wow. So that's kind of a huge impact. Wow. And growing all of those trees does use up a lot of resources. They take an average of seven years to grow. Huh. Which I, th- I thought it took way longer than that. Yeah. And they do need a lot of water. But like all trees, they help clean the air while they're growing. So that's good for us also. Mm-hmm. Maybe just keep a real tree in the house year-round. You know what I mean? And then it cleans the air in your home. Would it live? How would you do that? We'd just keep watering that baby. <laughs> I don't think that That would work. or never water it, but don't touch it. Because as soon as you touch <laughs> it, all them needles are going to fall off. Our coworker Chrissy, she keeps her fake tree up year-round. And she oh, just wow. decorates it for the different holidays. That's, I'm not even sure what to say about that. Yeah. I don't either. I don't think I could do that. I like putting my Christmas tree away and all the decorations. It's kind of yeah. like, oh, oh, back to normal, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's nice to put it up, and it's also very nice to take it down. Okay, our president, Joe Biden, Mm. he tapped into the petroleum reserve last week. He released 50 million barrels of oil to help with gas prices. Cool. Hopefully that works.
Now, our neighbors to the north, they're taking up some similar steps, you know, but not just with oil. <laughs> Canada just tapped into its strategic reserve of maple syrup. Ooh, oh no, I hope we don't get low on that. <laughs> A government-backed group called the Quebec Maple Syrup Producers. They're releasing 50 million pounds of syrup to help Whoa. deal with supply issues. Yeah. Because it's a big deal up there in Canada. Well, I put some in my coffee. You put maple syrup in your coffee? No, but I would. Wow. They say the demand for maple syrup up there is more than 20% from last year. Wow. People are really getting after it. I mean, like maybe they're putting <laughs> it on their cereal and everything, which actually sounds good. That does not you sound good. You put a good. little maple syrup on top of your Cheerios? Come on. I think they've been watching too much Elf. You know the movie Elf? Because mm-hmm. he puts maple syrup on his spaghetti noodles. Maybe there's been like races, like in Super Troopers, they would like shotgun a bottle of maple syrup. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe it's like a they're having too many competitions of shotgunning with their little bird lips trying to drink all that maple syrup. <laughs> I don't know. Is there something we don't know? Are they running their vehicles on maple syrup? Yeah, is there something weird like that? I mean, I'm sure it would work really well as like a lube, like for you know your car parts and things. And we'll just leave that right there. Leonardo DiCaprio is selling his house for ten point three million dollars. That's so expensive. So what do you picture in your mind? Like this huge mansion, right? Yeah, mansion, swimming pool, multiple rooms, bathrooms. Maybe you're looking out at a lake or a beach, maybe a jacuzzi, water slide, uh, you know, the usual. Oh, no. This house is three bedrooms, two baths, <laughs> and fully furnished. That's it. Oh, with, like, his fart particles left in the couch. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I want. Actually, his house went for three hundred thousand dollars above the asking price, which he originally paid one point six million for in the nineties. Wow! So, hey, wow! It's all about location. Quite the investment. Yeah, I mean, wow! I wish he'd come stay in my place for a while so I could sell it for ten point three. I know ten point three million dollars for a three bedroom, two bath. Um, yeah, I think I'll pass on that one. Come on, Leonardo, come stay at my house for a weekend. Let's sell that thing and split the profit. Let's go. See, I had pictured like the Titanic, like he was living in the Titanic and he's selling that. And it turns out it's just the little thing that they both were floating on at the end of the movie. Yeah. (laughs) That's all the bigger one. Yeah, it's not three bedroom, two bath. It's a door. Yeah, just a trinket. (laughs) And only one of you can get on it. There's not enough room for you. Okay, remember when George Clooney almost died in a motorcycle crash in Italy back in 2018? Mm-mm. You don't remember? Well, I had no clue. When he was lying on the ground, waiting, you know, to possibly kick the bucket, <laughs> he noticed that people were filming him <laughs> on their phones. That's messed up. I know. That's disgusting. Yeah. Like, how would that make you feel? I, I think it's messed up how we are as a society right now with that. You see somebody... In an accident or they fall or whatever, right? They're down there. They're hurting. They're like, oh, I'm hurting. And you're like, oh, I got some good footage here. All of a sudden, we're like, "Yeah, we're shooting a movie? No. <laughs> get down there and help that person. You know? Yeah. Who cares about the likes you're going to get? Yeah. No. Nobody cares about the clout. That's where I feel like we really should shame people for being like, wow, dude, you videoed that? How about put your phone down and go help that person? Yeah. If oh. I saw this scrolling through... 
Facebook, I would get a sick feeling in my stomach. Yeah. I mean, maybe I can see videoing it if, like, people are there helping and you're just kind of back. You know, you can video footage for possibly safety. You look back on how could we have done this better. Whatever, right? Training purposes to protecting yourself as being a good Samaritan. But if you're literally just hovering above him videoing as he's, like, laying in pain, that's messed up. Yeah, because he was really, really hurt. I had no idea he was in a motorcycle accident. Yeah, he barely survived. In constant sorrow. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, exactly. And there you go, making fun of him. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up next, for his award-winning role in a real-life motorcycle accident, George Clooney is up for an Emmy. But who's going to go up against him? What, Paris Hilton and Kim Kardashian in their, their private films? Tiger Woods. Oh, there we go. Who do you think would win out of all of those? I don't know. I'd have to see the footage. Oh, and then there's Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee. Well, yeah, but these are car wrecks, not sex tapes. (laughs) You know, what about the guy? a total different division. The guy from Fast and Furious. Did anybody film that one? He probably would have won because that was that one. That was epic. It was his final role. I am Florida man. And I'm Florida woman. Yeehaw. I think the strangest part of this story is that in Florida... The gym was full on Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Well, I mean, I don't know. It is Florida. Isn't there a lot of good-bodied people down in Florida? I don't really know. Yeah, but I mean, a Florida man. Florida man doesn't even have teeth. <laughs> well, but they're probably good-looking. <laughs> well, he wanted a specific machine while he was at the gym, but somebody was using it. Hmm. And it doesn't say what type of machine it was, but I can only imagine. Two sisters, they were working out nearby. And I guess he got tired of waiting for them to finish using the equipment. So while one of them was still on the machine, he sat down on top of her and just started using the machine. Ow, you think that hurt because one, somebody's sitting on your lap. Two, they start pumping iron. That's even more weight and pressure. You know (laughs) what I mean? Yeah, he had her pinned down. Then he pushed the other sister away when she tried to step in and help. So, of course, police got involved, and witnesses confirmed this man, Robert, (laughs) was the aggressor, and he's facing charges for battery for doing this. Well, yeah. What if he got onto the Kegler, or whatever that thing's called, where it's the the machine where your legs are spread and you force them together? The Kegler? That's the the thigh (laughs) machine. (laughs) Sure, yeah. And then (laughs) every time I see somebody using it, I'm like, that's an appropriate. But uh, yeah. what have you got on there? Maybe we'll just call it the, the flower jar. <laughs> the, Kegler, the Kegler elf machine. That's <laughs> yeah, let me sit on your lap and help you with these Keglers. See, what I had pictured was, you know, the lat pull down. Oh, yeah. So, like, you're, you're facing the machine and you're pulling the bar down. Yeah, and so you got behind her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe she was facing outward and he sat on her lap. Oh, and started boy. using the machine, or face to face, or what like. about like the the <laughs> like the leg extension machine? That would yeah. that would hurt. Yeah, or like the hamstring curls. I, yeah, anything to do with legs would have not been good. Yeah, you would have thought. But hey, would have been even funnier is if she was a Florida woman and they fell in love, and then they got married at the gym. Yeah, doing the Kegler. Oh, Christmas tree, oh, Christmas tree, did you put your tree up yet? No, I haven't, no. When are you going to do it? 
I don't know. I think we're going to skip it this year. What? Not really, not really that into it. You, I'm not into it either, but I did it for my five-year-old. He only celebrates Christmas at five once. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. We're probably going to put it up possibly this coming weekend. Um, yeah. I don't know. Do you get a real Christmas tree? Yeah. Or? It's a whole event. That's usually what kind of makes it late for us, if anything, because you know we got to find a weekend. The kids are with me. I'm not playing a show. And we can go off into the hills and spend the day and, you know, chop down a tree, haul it home, put it up, the whole thing. <laughs> do they hate it or do they love it? I think they love it. Oh, okay. Know. I think so. That's good. But, yeah. So, well, I've seen some people put up their Christmas trees too early. Yeah. Like, what's too early, though? They say it's okay as long as Halloween is over. <laughs> I think, I don't, I don't think it's right until thanksgiving is over yeah like you got to get through thanksgiving before moving on to the next holiday i do agree with that i do think you got to decorate for the current holiday you can't skip thanksgiving and go straight to christmas or whatever your holiday of choice is yeah some people think it's okay before but most people say after thanksgiving is the time to do it but then there's also a group of people that say Anything before December 20th is not okay. Yeah, and that's a little ridiculous. Yeah, that's so like how... five days? Yeah. How I'm, are you going to enjoy the tree? Well, you know? how long do they leave it up? I mean, like, are they the ones that don't take it down till like, Valentine's Day? I mean, like, <laughs> Maybe. are their days all screwed up? You know what I mean? I, I don't know. You know, there's people in my neighborhood that still haven't taken their lights down from last year. Yeah, those are heroes right there. So they're like... They're like, I got my lights out. I'm done, you know? Yeah. Well, and why not? I, that's why I don't string up lights. Because I'm like, one, it's really time consuming and it's a lot of work. And then two, it's just too much work. Ours are half up. <laughs> my my stepson, Austin, was supposed to come over on uh-huh. Saturday and, and help us finish putting them up. Yep. But he partied too hard the night before. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so now they're like hanging down the middle of the house there we go so yeah we're just waiting for this hangover to go away and then he's gonna come I over i seen i seen a picture on the social meds where uh there was a guy looked like a guy hanging from the roof and the lights hanging straight down but it was like a fake you know clothes stuck stuffed up with hay and the ladder was tipped over and looked like he was like hanging on by the gutter <laughs> douglas can make that come to life if he puts the lights up yeah <laughs> that's right i'm like let's go with that you know yeah it's weird how when you get older like the heights are scary no they still don't scare me i'm just not as sturdy as i once was i feel yeah. i found out in this last few months whether it be because of my lack of being in good shape or not but like my balance isn't as good as it used to be and and i'm top heavy so i'm like you know it's just not the place for me you don't just accidentally fall off the roof and be like mm, it's okay and walk away so i don't want to do it well according to this survey it's okay to put your tree up now. Oh, good. People aren't going to yell at you. Just go ahead and let, you know, oh. let the, let's eat sugar plums and hold hands. Thank goodness the survey told me it was okay. I'm highly upset. I've been upset for a couple days now. <laughs> On Tuesday, we had a chili cook-off here at Home Slice Media. <laughs> and I brought in my award-winning chili. And I can see why it is. It was good. Yeah, we had seven entries. Yep. And I got one vote. <coughs> and it was my own. <laughs> I tied I tied with the chili that almost made me vomit when I tried it. <laughs> I don't and think so, I don't think any of the chilies were that bad. I'm not taking this very well. I think they were all really good. Like to be honest, they all 
they were all some of the best chilies I've ever had. Then why didn't I get any votes? I I honestly don't know. I truly why don't. Why didn't you vote for my chili? Well, because I couldn't. Why? Because everybody thought I was going to vote for your chili even without trying chili. So I was trying to like I was trying to help the underdog. Turns out I didn't vote for a winner either, but you know, I thought they were all really good. I kind of have a complex now about my chili. So when people are like, oh, this is so good, are they lying to me? No. Are they just like trying to be nice? No, your chili's really good. Then why didn't you vote for it? <laughs> because I voted for, I can't remember which pot of chili. I don't think I'm ever going to make this chili again. Which pot did I vote? I don't know whose chili was whose. That's the best part about it. I knew whose yours was, and that's about it. The worst part about this is who won. <laughs> yeah, the winner. <laughs> the chicken chili. <laughs> that one, nuh-uh. Is that who won? Yes! Murdoch's chicken chili won oh, the chili cook-off. That was good. Chicken chili, like my dad says, there was is not American. There was two chicken chilies. Yeah. And the, they were good. The second chicken chili down the line is the winner. <laughs> it was good. I mean, I yeah. I liked them all. I honestly, I'm, the only thing I'm really mad about this whole contest situation is the fact that there's no chili in there today. Like, no leftovers. What's the point of bringing in a pot of chili and then just taking how much chili you got at your house? A lot. And I would have left mine, but I'm afraid that I, I'll make people sick because they don't like it. No, they, you won't make people sick. It was really good. Well, you, you don't deserve meats. to eat my chili. What are the three meats in your chili? Sausage, ground sausage. Ground beef and bacon. Oh, see, that sounds like something I need to sample again. Maybe I just need to take a, another chance at it. You know? No, I'm never serving that chili ever again. <laughs> the only vote was from you. Yeah. And the other chili that got one vote was disgusting. I, none of them. It were looked disgusting. like vomit, and it tasted like vomit. Ch- chili kind of. I could barely swallow it. Chili's kind of got a little bit of that look to it. I mean, it's like like I joked about yesterday. I need to get my wife to take all of our leftovers, sort in a pot with some chili sauce, and call it chili, and bring it in. And then the second winner, yeah. or the runner-up, had crunchy vegetables in it. Yeah. The vegetables weren't even cooked. Honestly, I thought that was good. I thought it was gross. I would eat any one of those chilies on any day. It was They were all good. Like, I'm serious. I mean that when I say it. They were all really good chili. I'm very upset about this. I have PTSD chili. Chili I PTSD. I definitely had yours in the top two. There was one. Then, I, uh, after sampling seven bowls of chili, that I wasn't even going to eat the last one. I'm like, I'm too full. But it's the one chili I haven't eaten. And I'm like, I don't even want to eat it. But then I got like a little bit of it and sampled it, and, and it, and it kind of won it off for me. It was like the last one I ate. And maybe that's the fault, is maybe I should have came back to yours, because I started with yours. Matter of fact, I ate the portion size-wise. Yours was a true portion of chili. Everybody else's was a sample. Yeah, everybody started with mine because it was the first one on the table, and then mm-hmm. I was like smiling ear to ear because everybody looked like they were enjoying it. I bet you, I bet you if you were to run the same contest on a daily or weekly basis, Yours would stand the test of time. Well, Christmas cookies is the next contest, and, uh-huh. I, and I am going to take everybody down. We'll do it. If I don't win the Christmas cookie contest, I'm never cooking again. <laughs> well, maybe it is stupid, but it's also dumb. We all love a good, dumb criminal. Just like this one, the one that stole all of my chili votes. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> this guy, oh my gosh. 
there's a bunch of cops standing out on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there's somebody filming this whole thing okay. across the street. This guy is taking handfuls of weed nice. and throwing it out his window right at the feet of the police officers. Hey, you know, they might need some too. There's a whole video. Maybe we should post it. They're standing there with their hands on their hips, just looking up at this guy. And you can just see him tossing weed out the window like a dummy. Well, but yeah, but is he tossing it out because he's getting rid of it? Like, here, you guys take this. I'm not going to do anything with it. I found it in my wife, son, husband, something, whatever's, whatever, you know. Here's your stuff. And they're like, well, whatever, keep throwing it out here. We'll sweep it up. You yeah. know? Like, I'm serious. It's a huge pile right at their feet. They probably had it stuck in their clothes when they got home. They also found a bunch of hash oil in his house or his mm. apartment and $8,000 in cash, weapons, Ooh. even a crossbow. Like, he was trying to be like mm. Daryl on The Walking Dead. Still. What do you think he was saying, like, under his breath while he was tossing all this stuff out? Do you think he was high when he did it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm tired of this stuff, man. Nobody wanted to eat my chili at the contest, man. You take all my weed. I'm done with this stuff, man. Maybe if he smoked the weed, he'd like my chili. Yeah, man, should have used it as seasoning, man. Whatever. I'm not even going to give my chili to him. Maybe take it to the jail. Help those guys out. (laughs) COVID-19, Star Wars, and Britney Spears all have something in common, Brandon. What? Inspiration for pet names. No. (laughs) Rover.com released its annual list of popular pet names and revealed that COVID-19... Uh, like Zoom and Fauci were were on this list of pet names. pet names. Who names their pet COVID nineteen? COVID, COVID nineteen. Come on, come here, little bud. Come here, see one nine. Yeah. No. Celebrities like Britney Spears and the late Chadwick Boseman mm. also had a hand in names gaining popularity. The top names for dogs this year: Max, which I understand, mm-hmm. Bella, but okay. I also know a lot of people named Bella. I do. So too. I find this kind of rude. I know a lot of people named Max, but Max is a good dog name. It's a good person name. It's just a good name. You know, it's yeah, it's like mm, Max. Yeah, strong, very good. But, yeah, Bella. Bella. There's a lot of babies and kids uh, out be, there named but Bella. Bella for a human is isn't that short for like Isabella, I don't know, Isabella, mm-hmm. or something? So I mean, I I get that. I mean, you would call her nickname would be Bella. But How does this feel? I'm going to name my dog Brandon. Okay. Come here, Brandon. Come here, boy. I've seen some dogs named Brandon. Really? Oh, yeah. I haven't. Brandon's the greatest name ever. If you named a dog Amy, I'm going to come yeah. get you and take oh, you to Wedgie Town. i Amy as well. Oh, yeah. I know there's, a, there's an ape named Amy and there's a movie about it. <clears throat> well, you know, some of them Amys, they got mad because their chili didn't win the competition. <laughs> a stupid chili contest. Why do you kind of keep bringing it up? I was, <laughs> come on. Now I'm really going to name a dog Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired of hearing about the stupid chili contest. Uh, so if you guys didn't hear, uh, Amy's mad. We did a chili cook-off earlier this week, and she only got one vote in the chili cook-off, and it turns out it was her own vote. And I tied with the loser in last place, and that chili tasted like vomit or like stomach bile. It wasn't It wasn't that bad. It what really was your wasn't. secret ingredient? Stomach bile? No, it wasn't. Neither oh, one of them. Oh, it tastes just like Amy's. None of them were bad. They were all really good chili. There was even a venison chili. They were all good, and mine was good, too, and nobody voted for it. Yours was really good. It was definitely in my top two, maybe three. (laughs) Am I right? A South Carolina woman 
she was hurt at Walmart. She stepped on a rusty nail. Hmm. First of all, what's a rusty nail doing at Walmart? Well, I mean, there's pallets and they take deliveries. You know, they got their little forklift things that run around there. That's true. That's true. Well, she was awarded $10 million in damages. Sheesh. There's more to the story. She okay. got an infection. This happened back in 2015. She's been Ooh. in a wheelchair ever since. Oh, man. So she had to get multiple surgeries, and eventually her right leg amputated above the knee. Jeez, that tetanus ain't kidding around. I know. And so now she can get a prosthetic leg, and she can actually, you know... Put some things in her home to help her out. Yeah, because she's more wheelchair been, accessible. Yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, that's uh, that's crazy, and it, it doesn't say in there if she's an employee or if she was just no. A shopper, and huh? we hunted all over the internet. It doesn't say yeah, anywhere. That's crazy because if you're an employee, I, here's my thing. Regardless, employee or not, if you step on a nail, I know, and maybe it's because I've worked in that kind of field where it's like, hey, when's the last time I got a tetanus shot? And I probably should keep an eye on this because that stuff is serious. Like the different metals. You don't know where this nail's from. You don't know where this pallet's from, where it's been traveled to, what it's been soaking in. They get pretty nasty, you know? Yeah. Then all of a sudden, that's in your body, Mm -hmm. in your foot, you know? So, yeah. I remember when I was a kid, I was probably like five years old, and I had on those rubber flip-flops. Oh, yeah. And I was walking on this two-by-four that had nails Mm -hmm. sticking out of it, but the nails had like the top of the nail, but there was one that was the other direction, like the Ooh, pointy side up. Yeah. And so I was walking on the top of these nails, and one of them like Boom. went through the flip-flop into my foot. Mm-hmm. And I still have a mark on my foot from it. Wow. It's amazing. I think they say if you get like tetanus or whatever that is, you'll get lockjaw. And one of my buddies stepped on a nail. Now he's always like, hey, guys, how's it going? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I totally believed you. And that's probably why he didn't vote for your chili. <laughs> Stop it about the chili contest. <laughs> oh, boy. It was toilet paper. Mm-hmm. It was yeast. <laughs> it was all kinds of stuff that people couldn't find at the store. What were some mm. other things? Uh, everything. Oh, hand sanitizer, well, yeah. sandy wipes. Well, and now there's a shortage on just about everything because everybody's trying to Christmas holiday shop, and it's like, ugh. Oh, yeah, turkeys. Yeah, turkeys were a thing. Well, you're not going to be happy about this. Oh? This will definitely put a damper on your holiday spirit. Okay. Liquor. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, liquor is going to be in short supply. No! Alcohol has escaped the worldwide supply chain. That sucks. Yeah, 40% of the hard alcohol in the U.S. is imported. I didn't know that. Uh, I did. You did, huh? I did, but I don't care, I guess. (laughs) I guess tequila, cognacs... The high-end rums are all very hard to find right now. Wow. They also say the shortage is definitely noticeable with business down about $30,000 compared to where they normally are. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, and some are predicting that supply chain issues will continue into next year for liquor. But I was at Mr. Liquor the other day, and they got the full stock. So that's the place to be. Nor short of Jerry yet. And they have a butler. And they have a butler. Oh, what? That greets you when you walk in. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. And he's handsome. Oh, boy. All right. I'd rather just go there, you know, for the butler. You know what would be really cool? Is like, uh, yeah, there's a liquor shortage. And like, my family doesn't really drink around the holidays. We don't get together. Yeah, we don't either. But would be really cool is if you go to Mr. Liquor, you walk in, the guy greets you. Mm -hmm. Hey, welcome. Like, hey, this guy's handsome. And then he gives you a cup of your chili. Can we please 
make it through one story <laughs> this morning without you bringing up the darn chili cook-off. How much liquor you think you'd sell if it be, somebody got washed this chili out their mouth? <laughs> I lost hard at the chili contest. And now Brandon will not let it rest. Your chili is really good, and I want some. But it was just funny you know to me how hard you're taking it. Why would it. I bring you chili when you keep teasing me about losing? Well, and if you could put it in one of your really nice pieces of Tupperware, that'd be great. Yeah, right. Last time I did that, I never saw it again. I know. So get a bigger one. I could use a bigger one. Now, you're a dad. You've seen a woman in labor. Uh-huh. A couple times. Can you imagine your ex, when she's in labor, riding a bike? Uh, I'll be honest. My ex was very blessed in the fact that her pregnancy went really well, and she was very healthy through the whole thing. So I watched her play softball. I watched her ride a bike pregnant. In labor, like, though. In labor? I don't know. Maybe. Whew. This woman in New Zealand hopped on her bicycle early Sunday to head to the hospital while in labor. She's like, oh, my water broke. Better, you know, get on the bike and get a jump start. <laughs> She gave birth an hour later. So uh-huh. she she posted this on Facebook, and she said her contractions weren't that bad. And then she left for the hospital around 2 in the morning, and then an hour later gave birth. That's amazing. She It's not the first time she's done it either. In 2018, she gave birth to her first, first child and also rode a bike to the hospital before delivering. What Did the water break before she left? Or like, Ash, you, you know, you hope she changes. Well, usually the seat. it does, doesn't it? Like your water breaks, and then you're like, the baby's coming. Yeah, you would think. I don't, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know everybody's a little different story, but you, gosh, dang. Yeah. How did she get home? <laughs> did she bring oh, the she baby home on the bike? Baby seat on the back. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think you could do that. Waddle her up tight. Throw it in the backpack. Let's go. <laughs> Can you imagine? What if you were in labor, riding your bike, and then get hit by a car? Oh. What are the chances of that? Yeah, you'd think that'd affect the labor. I don't... I'm was, wondering if she named the baby, like, after some, like, bicycling this thing. This is my Huffy. <laughs> what? This is my little baby Schwinn. <laughs> yeah. This is, yeah. And this is Amy Schwinn Skabowski. Okay, it's prank call Friday. Earlier this week, we had a chili cook-off, and I did not win, and I'm upset about it. So. Yeah. We're going to call the winner, which is our boss, Murdoch Jones. Is Matt Foley ready to go? I'm totally ready. Brandon gave me some notes, and let's attack this thing. This is Murdoch. Uh, Yeah, hey there. Uh, My name's Matt. I'm with uh, USCA. Um, That's the United States uh, Chili Association. And I heard you recently won an annual chili cook-off. It was the first annual home slice chili cook-off, and I regret to inform you, uh, but somebody sent me a sample of your chili in the mail here, and uh, it doesn't meet regulation, or it's not in coordinates of the USC. You sent you a sample. You got a sample of chili in yep. the mail. Yep, I did. They sent it to me in the mail. Uh, apparently, they were wanting to kind of fight back. I don't know. Maybe they weren't happy with the results, but it it definitely doesn't fall in the regulation or coordinates with the USCA. Chili guidelines. So, oh, uh, that's right. Somebody signed us up for some dumb official thing. Yeah. Why that's... doesn't my chili qualify? What's wrong with my chili? Well, uh, it had chicken in it, <laughs> for one, and uh, for two, uh, some my of the ingredients didn't have in any there. Chicken in it. My chili had beef. Oh, 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 well then. 
then maybe this we're under. Brand, a, I can't believe I fell for this. God damn it! This is and, Brandon and Amy. No, 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 sir. This is Matt with the USCA, <laughs> and uh, I'm here to tell you that the chili sample I got this in the is, mail gave me extreme is, stomach palpitations and expulsive hemorrhaging of my hind end. <laughs> and uh, so uh, it is bestowed upon me to announce that your mm-hmm. chili uh, did not win, and unfortunately, this is Amy very upset that somebody <laughs> is the champion. That's ironic that you say that name because the other sample that was sent to me was said to be pot number five, and it's Amy Rose's uh, chili. Oh, did you have pot number five? And that's uh, uh that that's the one chili. that won. That's the one that won there, and so uh, we believe. Uh, she is now crowned the first annual winner of the Chili Cook-Off, uh, according to USC. Mano a mano, Amy. I'll take you on directly. <laughs> so you busted. All right. But still, Amy's mad because she only got one vote, and it was her vote. Yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> and I laugh hey, every you time. you know, sometimes you're the champion, sometimes you're not the champion, Amy. It's okay. <laughs> we couldn't believe Next out of year, everybody you won. You know, I I think we're about to start a series of these home slice cookoffs, and not to be a little cocky, but I think you know we might be in Chicago Bulls territory where there's a lot of rings in the dynasty. <laughs> <laughs> dynasty of Murdoch. Well, I may not have won with the chili, but you better look out for with the Christmas cookies. Oh, I can't wait to yeah, just be a judge. Yeah, this one I'm going to get toasted in. I'm, I'll be no good at this one. And we got. But Matt- I will submit. I, Amy, I will take you on. Okay. <laughs> Matt Foley said he is also a judge. Of the USCA there, too. That's the United States Cookie Association. (laughs) Yes, I am. I am a judge on the USCA group. Okay, I'm going to go back to doing what I'm doing. You guys are the best. (laughs) All right, smell you later. Smell you later. Love you. Smell you guys later. So my wedding got delayed because of the pandemic. A lot of weddings got canceled because of that. Mm -hmm. I ended up getting married in the basement of my home. Very small, very casual. Not a lot of people there, but we did it. We got through it. And there's a couple in North Carolina that went through the same thing. They Mm -hmm. had to cancel it because of the pandemic. And then the second time they scheduled it, they had to cancel it again because the bride got COVID. Jeez. Well, the third time comes around. And they were going to cancel it again, but they didn't. Oh. The groom got food poisoning. Oh, my. And they did, like, the the vows and everything separate. So okay. they were already married, but they wanted oh. to have, like, a reception where yeah. their family could come and stuff. Yep. And that's when he got the food poisoning. So the morning of the event, the groom's in the, ha- in the hospital. Mm-hmm. So the bride decided to throw the party anyway, and things got interesting. They came up with a ridiculous stand-in group. <laughs> they took a clothing steamer with wheels. Oh, boy. <laughs> they used pool cues to give it structure and then dressed it up in a suit and strapped an iPad to the top with a picture of his face on it. So that's who she walked into this party with. Wow. Her wedding party. That's crazy. So he wasn't even there. Poor thing. Why are you having this party and your groom's not even there physically? I don't. Yeah. I mean, honestly... If it's just a party like that, there's so much that goes into a wedding. You know what I mean? And the, these last few years, I've felt really bad. We've had to have, uh, my band has played a, a wedding, and we finally played it about a month ago, and it was the third reschedule. And they were finally like, we're going to do it anyways. And it's like, I'm, I'm going to Vegas for a wedding because of a friend said, we've rescheduled our wedding so much. There's so much that goes into a wedding, and it's it's almost impossible to reschedule. Yeah. So their third time, I can see why they're like, hey, look, sorry, we're just going to go through with it. It is what it is. Everybody show up if you can. Can't wait to see you there. Yeah. She did her first dance with this. The, the stick groom. 
Yeah. The pool cue groom. She took wedding pictures and everything, the whole uh, nine yards. I mean, that's that's funny. It's definitely interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, And he's sitting at home hovering over a porcelain yeah. goddess calling Ralph. Yeah, it worked out well for him, though, because, you know, he's the groom. He yeah, doesn't care. He doesn't really want to be there it's anyway. It's more about the bride anyways. He doesn't want to kiss her hands and shake <laughs> babies. But his name is his name is Gannon, and <laughs> they named the stand-in Stick Gannon. <laughs> I wonder if she kept him. Yeah. Like, so, like, when Gannon is bad, yeah. she can get out Stick Gannon. She can go get Gannon the steamer. Mm. I wonder if Stick Gannon, like, sleeps in the bed with them and stuff. Oh, yeah, maybe he takes the middle spot. Probably helps with the laundry, you'd he, think. <laughs> he's always holding up the bathroom, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you in here? It's so steamy. It sure does drool a lot. We can space out on our job, and it won't be a big deal. I mean, we might have a little bit of dead air, you know, uh, but... What? Sorry, I spaced out. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. But yeah. But we can't, like, harm anyone. No. Like this person did. Yeah, there's certain jobs you probably got to be... 100% focused. Yeah. Like this one. This woman went to get a facial. A facial I've never heard of. It's a laser facial. I've heard of those. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've heard of them. It gets all that dead skin. and I mean, I can't say as if I've ever done it or know anybody that's done it. But you've heard of it. But I've okay. heard of it. Yeah. All right. Well, while she's getting her laser facial, they accidentally burned her entire face. Ow. Here's the funny part. She's saying that it happened when the technician that was doing it got distracted she started arguing with her boyfriend on the phone. <laughs> so she posted some before and after pictures, and it's it's quite the difference. Oops. Yeah, she went from, like, clear skin to, like, freckly skin. Oh, my. Yeah. Like, life-changing difference? Like, oh, she's yeah. always going to have freckles, you think? It doesn't look like the same person. Whoa. The story gets worse. Oh, no. So they're only rewarding her $260. That's <laughs> what the judge ruled. <laughs> What? And they can pay her back in payments. So they're uh, going to pay her out in 10 equal installments of $26 for 10 months. That's insulting. Almost to a point where it's like, why even bother? I was reading into it a little bit. It looks like she's probably going to appeal that decision. Uh, yeah. Her I, face looks so different. She just, like, it changed her entire appearance. Well, that's weird. I know the after picture, she doesn't have makeup on the first one she does. Okay, so that's kind of hard to judge then. I'm going to need to see a naked face to a naked new face. True, yeah. You know, like, did her face look like that before? Now she's like, now look at me without makeup. Ah! Yeah, she was pretty dramatic with the photos, but I yeah. mean, who wouldn't be? <clears throat> well, and if it burnt your face, I mean, okay, so obviously there's more to it. I feel like the judge wouldn't just rule 260 bucks if, you know, because that's probably what it cost, mm -hmm. I would assume, or a treatment that she's gotten done. So I mean, there's probably more to this. You know what I, I, I mean? You know what, what I mean? What would you do if you went and got a like a laser facial well, and they burned wouldn't. your beard off? Well, then That's I would probably murder everyone in sight. It's <laughs> just gonna scar you. It's gonna scar everyone else. Not really, but yeah, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Because then everybody got to look at me without a beard. Now <laughs> how do you feel? Now the whole world gets two hundred sixty bucks because everybody. You get two sixty. You get. I'm just like yep. Oprah up in here because people got to look at me Pain without and a beard. Suffering for everyone. Yeah. Brendan, Brendan, our dreams coming true. <laughs> Preventing holiday weight gain without exercise. I'm down, yes. And you don't have to eat smart Oh. or Photoshop your pictures. Oh, those are all things I do and don't do. But would you eat prunes? Um, no, this is heading in a really crappy direction. I know, but would you rather 
work out or eat prunes? Almost work out. Really? I think, yeah. I don't I don't want to eat prunes. I don't want to be the effects of said prune. What about prune juice? Well, apparently they found that eating prunes helped some people control their appetite, consume fewer calories, and even lose slightly more weight than people not eating prunes. Whoa. So Whoa. I might add some prunes to my diet. Well, yeah, because you're in crapping your brains out, aren't you? Well, first of all, I don't do that. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. So you're like eating and being like, I'll be right back. Oh, I'm going to keep eating. Oh, I'll be right back. Yeah. Food don't even pay rent. just you passes know, through. There's a nurse in my family, and she can cure anybody's constipation with prune juice and uh, Miralax. Well, yeah. You mix them together, and you heat the prune juice up you, just a little bit. You. And it'll solve any constipation problems. I don't, you know, I'm not going in for anybody getting a checkup down there. I don't need to be having that kind of issue. I'll just, <laughs> just take saying. the calories. <laughs> well, listen to this. They gave groups of people different foods to snack on in between meals, and those who were given prunes were more likely to feel less hungry throughout the day. Probably because they were grossed out by the prunes, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. And they also tracked how much weight the dieters lost over a 12-week period. And those who were, who were eating prunes lost slightly more weight, about like one pound more. Is it worth it? One pound? I don't know. I, my body fluctuates more than that on any given hour of the day. I don't know. I might try it. The prune diet. No, thank you. Sounds like a crappy diet to me. Bounced from the Roadhouse is hosted by Amy Rose and Brandon Jones. Produced by Mark Houston. Engineered by Chris Jacquez. Audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you liked what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment.